You're listening to Sonata Number no. 2, Third Movement, Funeral March, from Catherine. Released July 26, 2011, composed by Frederick Chopin and Shoji Magaro. What's up, BG Maniacs? Welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and I will be flying solo on this episode. Even though it is a themed episode, Bedroth and I uh, couldn't sit down to record this one together. He did take the week off, but that's okay. It should still be a pretty interesting show. Real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and a review. It really does help out in terms of visibility so that this show continues to grow. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well. Patreon.com forward slash RPG era. Check out our tiers, see what we're doing. And if you feel inclined, toss us a couple bucks each month. If not, continuing to listen to the episodes as they upload each week works wonders as well. And of course, special shout out to current executive producers, Jexax and Zenk. So, yeah, this week it's going to be a solo show. I'm going to try to have a little bit of discussion in between the normal blocks that we do for BG Mania. I can't promise they're going to be long discussions, and I can't promise I'm going to have a ton to say on each of these tracks, even though I have played every game. Well, I take that back because Bedroth did submit a block for the episode a little bit later on, and I've only played 
Well, I've played two of the games that he submitted from, but I'm not going to have a ton to say on all of these tracks, though I will have some things to say. So I can't promise this episode will be our <laughs> our new normal of anywhere from like an hour and a half to two plus hours long. I'm hoping to go over an hour for this one, but I can't make any promises. I am really excited to do this episode, though. We came up with this topic back during our, and it wasn't that long ago, our fifth anniversary episode that Frank and I sat down to record together last month, about a, actually about a month ago to the date. Uh, July 13th is our actual anniversary for RPG era, formerly known as Level Down Games. I don't think the episode actually posted on the 13th. It was supposed to. I can't remember if it did. The episodes don't usually post on Wednesday, uh, Wednesdays anymore like they're supposed to, but I'm trying to get back to that schedule. But during that episode recording, he and I were chatting and we made some comments about potentially doing like funeral music. I remember he was talking about how he wanted some tracks played at his funeral. And I said that would be an interesting idea for a topic. And here we are. So the theme for today's episode is funeral music or last rites or remembrance. Anything that plays in a game that is is centered around a character's death or a funeral scene, funeral cutscene, dialogue that has to do with death, things like that. And a majority of the picks today that we have actually center around music that plays when there is some sort of death happening in the particular game. A little bit later on, I think we, we get a little bit of leeway with a few of the submissions. I know one of Bedroth's is the title music to a game that is just called Last Rites, but it still fits. I'm going to let it fly. And I'm, like I said, I, I am interested in, and excited to do this episode and, and to talk about some of these pieces of music because I do have quite a bit of experience with this topic, unfortunately. You know, I, I hate to say that, but I do. Uh, death has just been surrounding me for pretty much my entire life. It is one of those things that I've just had to get used to and accustomed to. Uh, luckily, you know, knock on wood, I'm still here, but most of my family is not. I know I've talked about it maybe on air. I'm sure I have. I'm an open book. I don't usually hide things or, or shy away from talking about stuff. But, you know, my mom and dad are both deceased. Uh, my dad passed away back in 1994 when I was eight years old. And my mom passed away in 2009 when, I don't even remember how old I was at that point. Uh, 23, right? Yeah, 23, I think I would have been. And, you know, my grandma's gone. My All of my grandparents are gone, actually. The only surviving family members I have left are my dad's sister, my aunt, and my mom's brother, my uncle. But I don't really have... I used to have a close relationship with both of them, but not so much anymore. My uncle's somewhere in Wyoming. My aunt still lives close, but I haven't talked to her in a while and not for not trying. It's just, you know, things happen, right? But I am an only child as well. So my family is, is pretty small. Uh, I, I consider it just me at this point. And 
I've just gotten used to it, right? I've been to quite a few funerals, unfortunately. Um, it just happens. I've known a lot of people that have passed away and, and gone to funerals that way as well. And I've always been intrigued with the concept of funerals and the concepts of, you know, remembrances or different cultures' take on celebrating life. And I've always appreciated video games that kind of explore that as well. And some of the submissions that we have a little bit later on for the show kind of go in that route, right? Like we have one from The Witcher 3 that I chose. And I know that we have a couple from some JRPGs. We have one that's from Valiant Hearts The Great War, which is about World War One and all about death. So this is going to be an interesting topic. I, I made a comment last week during whatever last week's episode was. Uh, I guess that would have been... Why am I not remembering what we did last week? Isn't that crazy how, how things happen? But I made a comment when I was putting that together that we would have a, a fun topic to do. And, and I misspoke when I said that, right? It really isn't a fun topic. It's, uh, oh, the, the Live Alive SNES. We did the Live Alive HD 2D remake last week, but I made the comment when I did the SNES sister episode for Live Alive. I had to check because... I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm not even high at the moment. I'm just coming off of playing quite a bit of Sword and Fairy Together Forever on PlayStation 5. I am plugging away at that and trying to get that review done this weekend. I'm actually closing in on the end of that game. There's just so many things right now, and, and reviews are back in full swing over at RPGera.com, so I don't want to fall behind, and I've got several other things I need to work on after this game is finished, like Two Point Campus, which I've been playing a bit of, and another game that I have been playing that I got a review key for early that actually comes out later this week. So we should have a review up for that. I, I'm not going to speak on the game just because the embargo's not up yet. But that game does drop on Tuesday. So I will have a review up on time for that one, if all goes according to plan. So, And that's a big reason why max level and blood and destroyers and all of the wrestling podcasts did not upload this past week we did take the week off so that way i could focus on a lot of these games that i'm working on for review including xenoblade chronicles 3 which is 100 plus hours that i'm still plugging away at as well on the side so my time is is getting cut into a little bit with these reviews going back into production but bg mania will not be suffering any delay well delays all the time but no weeks off, right? We will always still have an episode per week, and I'm glad about that. I'm glad that this is something that we can still do, and Bedroth will be back with me next week. We have a really fun topic that I'm curious to see how he and I are going to, you know, how we're going to take it and which direction we're going to go in, because we're, we're kind of, it's a, it's a broad topic, but I, I think we're going to each narrow in onto some specific things that should be a lot of fun, so... We opened up this particular episode with a track from Catherine, which I have been playing the full body remake some, not so much right now, but before a lot of these bigger games came out, I was kind of chipping away at that because I never did finish the full body remake of Catherine. And as you know, or you may not know, but Catherine features a lot of real world music, like, you know, actual piano movements and stuff in its game. And one of those tracks in there is the Sonata Number no. 2, the third movement, Funeral March, 
from Frederick Chopin. And obviously, you know, kind of touched up by Shoji Megara a little bit. I wanted to open the episode with that particular track because it is, you know, it's the standard funeral march that everybody knows. Probably the more or most iconic funeral music that people think of when they think of funerals. I mean, The Undertaker, he used to use it for his theme music, just kind of redone the Jim Johnson way in in WWE and old WWF. And um, I wanted to open with that, so... And Catherine is a very interesting game as well, right? With everything that it has going on, some of the infidelity, some of the just craziness that that Atlas and that that are just known for. Man, it, it's a it's a pretty crazy game, and there is some death in that game as well, right? So, and some crazy monsters, but. Yeah, wanted to open up with the most common music everybody would know before we jump into some of these tracks that not everybody is going to be familiar with and that don't necessarily have the the funeral march feel to it, even though some of these are actually just called funeral or some of them are actually called funeral march even, but they don't actually sound like this particular piece of music, so... But let's go ahead and jump to our first block on the show today. We've got three tracks coming up from three very different games. So to kick things off, well, two of these games are are JRPGs, but still different. One's a strategy, one isn't. But to kick things off, let's go ahead and take a listen to Funeral for the Old Man from Assassin's Creed 3. This released on October 30th, 2012, and it was composed by Lorne Balf. Next, we have A Funeral of Flowers, Rain, from Fire Emblem Three Houses, released July 26, 2019, composed by Rhea Kondo.
Last up in this block, we're going to take a listen to Funeral Procession from Wild Arms Alter Code F, released November 27th, 2003, composed by Michiko Naruke, with vocals by Kaori Esso. Coming back in, we are talking about Funeral for the Old Man from Assassin's Creed 3. This again was composed by Lauren Balf. I love the music, first of all. I'll just say that. I don't love the game. Don't get me wrong. Assassin's Creed 3, probably one of the uh, least fun and most hated Assassin's Creed games across the entire AC universe. Um, I love the setting, I'll say that, right? It's probably one of my favorite settings in terms of Assassin's Creed games. I am a big fan of the kind of colonial time period of, of the United States back during, you know, the, the 1700s, 
early 1800s, even late 1600s. Like, I'm a big fan of that time period. More so the 1700s, but really big fan of that time period when the American Revolution was going on and just everything surrounding that, which this game kind of was deeply rooted in that lore and in that historical fact. But what was cool about Assassin's Creed 3 is that it explored a lot of the Native American side of things, and you kind of get that in this music as well, right? In the background, there's some of that Native American aesthetic, Native American vibes, and some really light and subtle humming, which I thought was quite cool. This track is really somber, and, you know, it, it does play at a pivotal moment of the game. Um, I know the game's been out for a while, but no reason to really dive too deep into spoiler content for it. But by the name of the track, Funeral for the Old Man, you can kind of sort of get an idea of, of what the what the track is portraying in the game. But it's just, it's a beautiful piece of music. And Lorne Balf always really nails whatever he's working on. I've always kind of appreciated what he does and the games that he's worked on. Um, you know, he did do some of the music for Modern Warfare 2 and Crisis 2, but he also worked on Assassin's Creed Revelations and, of course, Beyond Two Souls, which is an amazing game from Quantic Dream that I've always really appreciated as well. And, of course, the Skylanders. He, d he did do Skylanders, at least some of them. I don't think all of them, but some of the Skylanders games as well. But I am curious where Assassin's Creed is going to go. There is a very good chance we will find out what is next in this universe or franchise next month during Ubisoft Forward, which I don't remember what day that's on. Let me see if I have it on my calendar. I do. September 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, and that would be 8 p.m. for you guys over there in the U.K., that is probably where we're going to find out what is next for Assassin's Creed, whether it is Assassin's Creed, what is it called, Rift or something like that, or some ever-evolving, ever-changing Assassin's Creed type of thing. I'm not really sure where they're going to go, but Valhalla has winded down. They have released some new DLC for that game recently, but we should find out what's next. And hopefully it'll have a good soundtrack. I'm sure it will, because the games always do. And in the middle of that block, we actually had a track called A Funeral of Flowers, Rain, from Fire Emblem Three Houses, again composed by Rhea Kondo. This track has an epic feeling right out of the gate, man. As soon as it kicks in, you get this just grand vibe that the track is portraying. And a little bit later on, about around a minute or so into the track, that choir kicks in and it does kind of fade out, but it comes back in a little bit later on as well. I love Fire Emblem Three Houses. I would probably say Three Houses is my favorite Fire Emblem game so far to date. I really appreciated the narrative, the story, the gameplay, the different branching paths that you could follow, right, with the three houses, being able to choose which house you wanted to actually be a part of, and each one had their own unique content, unique story, unique quests that you had to do, and Three Houses was just such a great Switch game. 
I still think about it sometimes, actually, and I actually need to get into Fire Emblem Three Hopes, the Musou-style follow-up game to Three Houses. I am really looking forward to playing through that because I've heard some excellent things about it. Obviously, it's not a traditional Fire Emblem game, right? It's the Musou Dynasty Warriors style, but the original Fire Emblem Warriors was a pretty freaking good game. Hyrule Warriors was really good. I'm a big fan of the Musou style. I love Dynasty Warriors as well. So I will get into that eventually, and I'm hoping that it'll just continue the epicness that Three Houses started and kind of give me, a fan of Three Houses, just some more content to appreciate and really dive into. I think, yeah, we did play a track from Three Hopes on a recent episode of Radio Hour a couple months ago, whether it was last month or the month before, I don't really remember, but I did play a track, I think I picked it actually, from Three Hopes. I might not have picked it, but I'm probably sure I did. And I know that soundtrack is going to be amazing. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what else it has to offer because I've listened to some of the pieces of music in Three Hopes, but I've not heard it all yet. And we did do an entire episode on Fire Emblem Three Houses back in the day here on BG Mania. So if you like what you hear for this track, make sure you go check that out. A Funeral of Flowers actually is one of the culminating pieces of music that you'll hear in one of the routes that you follow for the Three Houses. Um, again, I don't want to dive into too much spoiler territory because I know a lot of these tracks play at moments where... If you've never played the game, it could really, I don't want to say ruin your experience, but it would definitely give some stuff away. So I'm going to try to shy away from what I say about each of these particular pieces of music just to avoid really, you know, spoiling anything for someone, I guess. But I love this track, man. It stays epic all the way through as well. And then toward the end when the choir kicks back in and it really starts building up and it kind of, oh, dude, it's just, it's great. It's freaking great. But talking about great, and I have some things to say about this last track, let's go ahead and talk about Funeral Procession from uh, Wild Arms Ultra Code F, again composed by Michiko Naruke with vocals by Kaori So. I love the bell tolling at the beginning of this track, right? Because a lot of times when you are paying respects and remembering whether it's somebody or something, a lot of times you have like the, you know, the, the bell toll, the 12 tolls for whatever, um, you know, for whatever you're remembering or whoever you're remembering. And you kind of get a little bit of that at the beginning of Funeral Procession here. But then about yeah, 35 seconds or so into the track, the vocals by Kaori So kick in. And what really disappoints me about this is that, and I'm not disappointed with the track, right? I think this is a freaking beautiful, amazing track. But the vocals were actually stripped from the English localization, which is a damn shame because this version is so much more emotional and so much more powerful than the track we got here in English where you had some like somber humming, a choir, which don't get me wrong. I love choirs and I love somber humming. I love somber in general, right? This episode probably could have been just another emotions of sadness episode if we really wanted it to be part three. But since we're focusing strictly just on funeral music, I think it makes sense to just call it funeral music or whatever, but I miss Wild Arms. I miss Wild Arms so much, and I know we just talked about Wild Arms a little bit last week when Bedroth picked Wanderer from Live Alive in the Wild West chapter of the game, 
because that really does have some original Wild Arms vibes. I wish Sony, kind of like we talked about a few weeks ago with, uh, well, actually it was last week as well, Square Enix finally getting their head out of their ass, bringing Live Alive into English for North America. Sony needs to do the same freaking thing and continue Wild Arms. This is a JRPG series that should have never been left to die. Kind of like uh, Legend of Dragoon as well. Like, Sony used to do some really excellent things in terms of JRPGs. Do I dare mention Dark Cloud again? Where's Dark Cloud 3? I'll keep saying it till we get it, even though we never will. I have been playing a little bit of Dark Cloud 1 on PlayStation 5, thanks to the new PlayStation Plus tiers, but... Just listening to this, remembering the scene that it takes place in, remembering the destruction, the devastation, how emotional this particular track was in the game, and then getting to hear it again with the actual vocals, which the first time I heard this particular version with the vocals, I was blown away because, again, the vocals weren't in the English version, and it made me sad once I heard it with vocals and really wished I would have been able to hear it in-game with the vocals as well. Really not sure what the vocals are saying, but it's just beautiful, man. It's just gorgeous, and it fits. It really, really fits what's going on. So, great piece of music and a great block. A really great block. But let's go ahead and kick to our next block of three tracks on the episode today. We have three more tracks coming up that are quite interesting as well. To kick things off, we're going to take a listen to King Brand's Final Voyage from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. This released on May 19th, 2015, and it was composed by Marcin Przybyloix.
Next up, let's go ahead and take a listen to The Funeral from Rule of Rose, released on September 12th, 2006, composed by Yutaka Minobi. And last up in this block, we'll go ahead and take a listen to The Funerals from Vampire, released June 5th, 2018, composed by Olivier de Riviere.
coming back in, we are talking about King Bran's final voyage from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, again composed by Marcin Prezibaloix, which I know I probably butcher his name every time I say it, but what can you do? <laughs> this piece of music is so emotional, and The Witcher 3, still, to this day, one of my favorite games of all time. Definitely my game of the generation from the PlayStation 4, Xbox One era. I really fell in love with The Witcher 3, and, and honestly, CD Projekt Red after The Witcher 3 came out. I had played some of their games previously, including The Witcher 1 and 2, but The Witcher 3 really, really opened my eyes to what that studio was capable of and, and what an actual fun open world game could be and could feel like. I sunk so many hours into The Witcher 3, over 300 hours in this game, just sucked into the story, sucked into the world, wanting to explore every inch that it had to offer, doing every quest that I possibly could, and playing the DLCs as soon as they dropped. I am a big fan of The Witcher, and I still need to really get invested in the Witcher Netflix series. I've only seen a couple episodes of season one, and I haven't seen any of season two yet. That is eventually something I will sit down to watch. I just don't watch a lot of TV, unfortunately, outside of all elite wrestling. So I will try to try to do that at some point. But it was also disappointing when CD Projekt Red released Cyberpunk. I know Cyberpunk's gone through some changes and the, you know, the next gen updates are out. I still haven't dived back into that since I initially tried to jump into it when it first released on PS4. And I will. I will get back into it eventually. But I'm more so just curious and waiting to see what CD Projekt Red will do next in the Witcher IP, in the Witcher franchise. I am hoping that they'll go certain routes and, and leave Geralt at, you know, alone, right? His story's theoretically probably done, but you never know what they could do. Um, great piece of music, though. Gets me choked up every time I hear it. Um, I really love it. I really freaking do. Next up in that block, we had The Funeral from Rule of Rose, again composed by Yutaka Minobi. This is a super somber piece of string music and a horror game that is surrounded by controversy. I know we've talked maybe a little bit about Ruler Rose here on the, in the show in the past. Um, I think we might have played one or two tracks from this game before, maybe in our controversial episode. I'm trying to remember when we would have played some tracks from Ruler Rose. But the reason that Rule of Rose was surrounded by so much controversy and actually was even banned over in the United Kingdom, I do remember that. It actually never did release over there because of its kind of disturbing themes involving kids. And there was a lot of... A lot of <laughs> questionable content, questionable stuff taking place in this game. I remember Sony really wanted the team to kind of strip the, uh, what's the best way to say it? 
strip the, uh, you know, I guess just the controversial stuff, right? Without, without really diving into some of the themes that it explored. But the team stood strong. They did not want to alter their narrative and really alter what they were working with. And... You, you know, I it was pretty bad, right? There were a lot of questionable bad moments in this game. But what was there was actually super, super unsettling. And I think that actually kind of works for a horror game. If you take it, you know, it's, it's a piece of entertainment that is not real. And it, it is what it is, right? But the soundtrack to Rule of Rose really was kind of kind of stand out in terms of everything else right kind of exceptional really painted the somber tone perfectly and just did a great job man did a great job and there's not a whole lot going on right there's not a whole lot going on here it's it's pretty simplistic but it does paint that somber unsettling tone really well kind of like we would normally hear in like a silent hill or a resident evil style game especially back from the you know the playstation one playstation two days which rule of rose is a ps2 game so just a just a great piece of music for maybe not a great game especially for the themes that it explores but it does its job it really does it does its job and then last up in that block we had the funerals from vampire again composed by olivier de rivier might be pronouncing his name wrong as well and we have a lot of strings on the episode today right as you'd expect with a topic centered around funerals and remembrance a lot of those pieces of music have cellos and violins and just heavy on the strings so we're getting a lot of that on the show today I love maybe around, I don't know, the 32nd, somewhere in that time frame, timestamp. There's some whispering in the background. Gives it a very unsettling feel to it, which Vampire has throughout because it is a game centered around vampires, right? And centered around what it is to be a vampire, especially the, the way it could potentially be in, in like a modern setting and a real world setting. I fell in love with Vampire, man. I thought it had a great narrative and some super fun gameplay from Don't Not Entertainment, obviously known for Life is Strange. I thought this game was quite exceptional and, and quite good. I really, really enjoyed playing through it when it came out. Um, and this particular track here, man, super melancholic. One of my favorite pieces from the actual soundtrack. I really, really dig this piece of music. And I really dig this game. I really do. I hope that they go back to this idea and this world, this universe, maybe make it a franchise, maybe at least do a sequel. I don't know if there's room to do a sequel. I don't even know what a sequel could potentially look like, but it is something that I would be very interested to see how the team handled, and, and I do hope that they go back to it. And if they do, I hope Olivier de Rivier comes back and, and works on the soundtrack. And what's super cool is that, you know, he's really great at this somber, emotional, unsettling music, right? Like, I'm talking, he did Vampire, and then in 2019, he worked on A Plague Tale Innocence, and he's working on A Plague Tale Requiem that's coming out later this year. He did the music for Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song earlier this year, um, did some music for Dying Light 2 Stay Human, and he just does a really good job kind of fitting the tone and fitting the darkness that some of these games go for. And he even worked on, you know, we just had the THQ Nordic showcase 
yesterday on the 12th, which Seven and I kind of commented on in our Discord server. I wasn't able to be live over on the YouTube channel for that one because I was working at the time. But even did the soundtrack for the original Alone in the Dark game back on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 in 2008, which they did announce a remake for yesterday and i'm hoping that maybe he'll do a, a redone soundtrack for that game whenever it does come out so i love his work i think he's a great composer and just has a very unique style to his compositions and i really just enjoy hearing it so um great piece of music like i said super melancholic and it fits the tone of vampire in that world really really well so nicely done Next up, we're going to go ahead and jump to our block of three tracks that were submitted for the episode today by Bedroth. Even though he's not here, he did want to have a hand in some of the music that was played for the show, and I appreciate that. I, I like the route that he took for the submissions because most of my tracks that I had planned for the episode all, you know, center around funerals or funeral in the name or remembrance. And Bedroth took it a little differently. He took it into the last rites and internment section. So we're going to go ahead and kick things off with title from Last Rites, released January 1st, 1997. And this was composed by Keith Tinman.
This is Kyle, and one day you can be too. Every Friday, I host what is soon to be your favorite podcast, The Media Files. Me and one of my best friends talk about pop culture happening so that you don't look like an uncultured swine during those boring water cooler conversations. Laughs are shared, tears are cried, and sometimes we have really interesting special guests that you might be familiar with. Download The Media Files wherever you download podcasts, and remember, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. Next up, we have Last Rite from Destiny 2, released September 6, 2017, composed by Michael Salvatore, Sky Lewin, and Rota Moav. And last up in this block, we'll go ahead and take a listen to Last Rites Internment from Jade Empire, released April 12th, 2005, composed by Jack Wall.
coming back in, we are talking about title from Last Rites, again composed by Keith Tenmen. I really thought this was a great piece of music. I don't know that I've ever heard this. I'm not really familiar with Last Rites either. I know I've heard the name of the game before, and I've certainly seen maybe on Steam sales and just probably some screenshots and videos of the game, but it's not a game that I'm super familiar with. So I did check it out while I was listening to the track, um, just looking at it on Steam. And it says, the zombie apocalypse has come and your squad is the last line of defense. Command a special forces unit with high-tech weaponry in this mission-based FPS with sprawling indoor and outdoor environments. This reminds me a lot of Doom or Wolfenstein, you know, typical, um, you know, id games from back in the day. And I, I don't know if there's any, I mean, there's a lot of death in this game, right? You're mowing down zombies, but I don't know if there's any, like, actual funerals or remembrance or actual internments in, in this game, but I really dig this track, and, and it does have, you know, the, the name of the game certainly fits the theme of the episode, but it's just a freaking epic-sounding piece of music, man. Really well done. Obviously, we've talked about Keith Tinman here before on the show, and he does some really great things. This track definitely one of them I would say I really appreciated this and I really dug what I was listening to as I was prepping this episode kind of listening through the tracks and I'm listening to them again before I record each individual section so that way they're fresh on my mind when I talk about them some of the the chimes in the background as the track goes on were really well done and there's that synth in the background that just oscillates up and down oh dude it's so cool I really dig this track. Great pick, Bedroth. I know you'll hear this eventually, but great freaking pick. I really dug this one a lot. Nicely done. In the middle, Bedroth submitted Last Rite from Destiny 2, again composed by Michael Salvatore, Sky Lewin, and Rotom Muav. I love the Destiny soundtrack. I'm not a big fan of Destiny or Destiny 2's like gameplay-wise. I've played both of them and have finished the story, at least the first section of the story, before any DLCs and expansions came out for both of them. I did finish both of the main campaigns, and, you know, I, I like the narrative, and I like the story that's being told, but something just never really hooked me with Destiny or Destiny 2. I know there's a lot of fans out there, Dan from RPG Era being one of them, a big fan of Destiny and Destiny 2, I'm hopeful now that Bungie has been scooped up by Sony, and obviously they're not an in-house studio, but um, maybe with some more funding and everything that they've got going for them now, maybe we'll be able to really get something special with Destiny 3 when that eventually hits, and maybe that one will hook me. Maybe that'll be the one to pull me in. But until then, I really do just appreciate the soundtracks for both Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. And this particular track here, Last Rite, I absolutely love it. And it gives me goosebumps when that choir kicks in every single time I hear it. I actually think this track has really strong Halo vibes as well, going back to, you know, Bungie's work on the original Halo games. I think this track is a, is a big callback to a lot of what they did with Microsoft and Halo. And it's not a spoiler, 
because they killed him in a trailer. But who would have thought they would ever killed off one of their, you know, most popular characters in, in Cade 6? Who would have thought they would have done that in a freaking trailer, man? I remember when we talked about that in the uh, after it happened, and I remember Frank was pissed. We even talked about it before on BG Mania, right? Like, just unbelievable that they would have actually done something like that in the actual trailer but is what it is man is what it is sometimes you just uh sometimes you just have to kill off your characters and and not have it be done in the actual game so really weird but man this track kind of kind of calls back to to Cade 6 and and it's kind of what happened in that trailer and i just really really dig this track i really do super somber super emotional and again i love that choir that choir gives me goosebumps it gave me goosebumps again when i listened to it prepping for this so great pick excellent pick and then the last track that bedros submitted for the episode today is last rites internment from jade empire again composed by jack wall Jade Empire is a game that I played. I never finished it, but I did play it back on the original Xbox when it released. This was back when, you know, I was riding the Bioware uh, high after they did Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. And before they really, you know, started branching out and I started falling even more in love with them after Dragon Age and Mass Effect. I dug by uh not I, I dug Bioware obviously, but I dug Jade Empire. I thought it was a great action RPG rooted in that Japanese flair, that Japanese setting that I always appreciate. You know, that's why I fell in love with Shenmue 1 and 2 so much back in the day. And I think this track actually has some some Japanese vibes in it that I that I can really appreciate as well. I do not remember, however, where this track takes place in the game. It's been so long since I've played Jade Empire, and I only played it for, you know, a handful of hours, maybe 10, 15 or so before I eventually stopped for whatever reason back in the day. Never did finish it either, and never went back to it. So I do not remember where this actual track takes place, but with the name Last Rites Internment, I can get an idea, but I would might be totally wrong as well. I don't remember, so... I really appreciate this music, though. I love the vibe that it gives off. I love some of the sound effects that we hear in the background, right? There's birds chirping sometimes and just some some really nice, pleasing stuff in the background going on here. Really gives that kind of somber tone, but kind of uplifting in certain areas as well. Not not super uplifting, but, you know, birds chirping tends to be a little uplifting. Talking about life in, in a track about death and internment. So, great pick, though. I really dug this, and I thought this was a great block. So, I wish, I wish, uh, I wish Bedroth would have been here to kind of expand on some of these tracks a little bit more. You guys know as well as I do that he brings a lot more to these episodes than I can ever provide. But yeah, man, this was a cool block. This was really cool. So I dug it a lot. Thanks for submitting these Bedroth. I appreciate it. Let's go ahead and get to our last block of three tracks before we come back and close out the episode with an amazing 
closeout piece of music that you guys are going to want to stick around for and listen to the whole thing. I promise you it's absolutely freaking worth it. But before we get to that, we have three more amazing pieces of music to listen to, all centered around funerals, last rites, remembrance, and internments. So to kick things off, let's go ahead and take a listen to Reminiscence Requiem from The Legend of Heroes 3, White Witch. Got my Falcom in here. (laughs) This was released on March 18th, 1994, and it was composed by the Falcom sound team JDK. Next up, we'll take a listen to Rest from Valiant Hearts The Great War, released on June 25th, 2014, composed by Ian Livingstone.
And last up in this block before we close the episode out, we'll go ahead and take a listen to Funeral March from Tales of Legendia, released on February 7th, 2006, composed by Go Shina. Coming back in for the final time on the episode today, we are talking about Reminiscence Requiem from The Legend of Heroes 3 White Witch, again composed by the Falcom sound team JDK. Oh, what else can I say about Falcom music? This isn't epic rocking type stuff, right? But my god, is this just amazing! That synth sound that everybody knows I adore. It's very melancholic, very emotional, and a game that released, like I said when I introed the track, in 1994 that I didn't get to play until 12 years later on June 20th, 2006, when it came out here in North America, finally on the PlayStation Portable, when I actually played through this game. I love this soundtrack. I Everybody knows I love The Legend of Heroes. I love Falcom. I love Ease. I love everything they do, right? And I just am sitting here waiting to finally get to play through Tales from Azure next month from NIS America, finally localizing that in English from Falcom. I'm really looking forward to getting to appreciate that soundtrack all over again, even though I've already heard the entire thing, but getting to hear it now in game, I'm super excited about that. But going back and talking about this, it's it's just, like I said, super melancholic. It's very, very touching, and I just adore everything that Falcom does. I really do. I one of my favorite game studios out there without question especially for JRPGs and just Japanese games in general 
They're just so special, so good, and I'm glad that more people are finally getting to appreciate their games here in North America, getting to appreciate their music. This one just is is super special for me, and I'm glad I was able to play that on the episode today. In the middle, we had Rest from Valiant Hearts, The Great War, again composed by Ian Livingstone. This is one of the saddest and somber games I think I've ever experienced and played through. Right, Valiant Hearts the Great War uh, starts out in 1914 and is all about World War One, which is a super emotional time in the history of the world. And there was a lot of death, a lot of tragedy, and a lot of just bad things going on. And throughout Valiant Hearts the Great War, you play four different characters, and there's a dog as well that you get to kind of issue commands to that helps you get through certain sections of the game. But what's interesting about Valiant Hearts is that it really tells the story of World War I in a very unique and, and very gut-wrenching way. And I think this track being absolutely beautiful is gut-wrenching in its own way because the name of the track, again, it's just rest, right? And it's not rest in peace. It's not funeral. It's nothing like that. But it's in a rest part of the game. And rest in between war can be super depressing as you reflect on your fellow comrades that have fallen when you think about all the death that you've experienced and wondering why it is that you've survived and other people haven't survived. It's just, man, it's it's so crazy to think about. And this track just has such a super strong piano and, and string pieces in there. It's just, man, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous in a very hauntingly beautiful way that... I, I really do hope another game like Valiant Hearts actually comes out. This was by Ubisoft Montpellier, uh, the, the team within Ubisoft. And, you know, it, it was, I believe, the same studio that worked on um, Rayman, a couple of the Rayman games, Rayman Legends, Rayman Origins, actually maybe all of the, of the Rayman games. And is the studio potentially working on Beyond Good and Evil 2 if that ever sees the light of day, though I'm not sure that it's going to. So very, very unique style game from that studio within Ubisoft. And before we actually move on to the last track, there is a quote at the end of Valiant Hearts that I think is very, very emotional that I wanted to mention. Even though their bodies have long since returned to dust, their sacrifice still lives on. We must strive to cherish their memory and never forget. And last up in that block of music, we listen to Funeral March from Tales of Legendia, again composed by Goshina. This is an absolutely devastating track for anyone that has played through Tales of Legendia. And I actually think, I know a lot of people tend to rank Tales of Legendia lower in the the grand scheme of rankings for all of the Tales of games, but for me, I think it's one of the standout games and one of my personal favorites up there with Symphonia, Vesperia, and Zillia for some of my favorite Tales of games of all time. I think this is an epic sounding piece of music in all the right ways that pulls on every single string that is connected to the heart. It is just gorgeous. 
it really does have some strong emotional feels to it makes me remember back exactly what was going on when this narrative when the game or I'm sorry when the track was playing I really appreciate all of the soundtracks for the Tales of games and this one no different I really love this I really do it's great so good I don't know what else to say I know I say that a lot, but I really don't know what else to say. I just, sitting here thinking about it, sitting here thinking about the game. Obviously, we played through Tales of Arise last year. I can't wait to see what comes next in Tales as well. Like, I'm always looking forward to that. So, But that's not all. We have one final piece of music to play out with, and you guys are absolutely going to want to stick around and listen to the entire thing. I promise you. I promise you you're going to want to do this. This is a track we featured before on BG Mania, but we featured the non-vocal version, so I'm super pleased that we get to feature this gorgeous vocal version of Memories of Mother from God of War by Bear McCurry and Ivor on vocals. This is a scene that made me shed quite a few tears when playing through God of War, and hearing this, I'm just counting down the days to Ragnarok in November, and hoping it can live up to everything 2018's title was and surpass it in every category, including the soundtrack, right? I'm really hoping that everything about 2022's God of War is just that much better than 2018's God of War. This track is a freaking masterpiece, and it just hits different. So stick around for the entire thing. Like I said, you will not regret it if you've never heard this before. And if you don't get choked up just hearing it, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> like, even if I didn't know what was happening in God of War, I would be able to get some sort of picture in my mind just based on the instrumentation and the vocals that Ivor is just absolutely nailing throughout the track. Wait until, again, if you've never heard it, wait until you get to about like the two minute, 15 second, two minute, 20 second part of the, of the track where she just starts really going into some vocalizations and kind of, oh my God, it's just, it's something else, man. Like I said, it hits different. It's something else. So stick around, listen to this whole thing. But that is actually going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. Our focus on music that is centered around funerals within video games, centered around remembrance, last rites, internments, all about death, I know, kind of a depressing topic, but through that depressing topic, we get some really gorgeous pieces of music that really just make you remember, make you reminisce, and really sometimes put a smile on your face too, right? Some of these music, uh, some of these pieces of music did make me smile, kind of hearing them again and kind of just remembering all of the times that I had with these games. So, <sighs> yeah, funerals never will be a fun topic to talk about, right? But that is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We do want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible, of course, by RPGera.com. If you like video game music and more importantly, you like us and you want to help us grow this show, check the description box for ways you can do just that, including a link to join our Discord community. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Once again, taking us out of this episode, we're going to be taking a listen to Memories of Mother, Farewell to Fae version from God of War. Released April 20th, 2018, composed by Bear McCreary, with vocals by Ivor. Keep the music playing, and keep it loud.
心。